Is there a project or a venture that you've been waiting to do? Maybe waiting until you can plan or prepare a little bit more for? Waiting until you feel more ready? How long have you been waiting? How long do you plan to continue waiting? So in this episode, I share one of the greatest crimes <laughs> that we can commit against ourselves, which is waiting to feel ready. Waiting to feel completely ready before you then do the thing that you want and need to do. So we're all guilty of this, of course, from time to time, and that's perfectly okay. But do we, do we commit this crime more often than we think? And for how long? And how do we know when we are actually ready? So in this episode, I share a funny story from a bull rider who taught me the valuable lesson of when and how to take on a challenge, even when you don't feel ready. Enjoy the episode. Do you ever have the feeling of knowing there's more for you, more of you to step into, more of you to become, more of you to give, more impact to have, more untapped potential for you to live into and create from? I share the same feeling. So how do we close the gap between who we are and who we want to become? How do we close the gap between where we are and where we want to be? How do we close the gap between our current reality and our envisioned potential? It's time to step out of autopilot and live into purpose. Welcome to Purpose Mastery, a podcast for conscious leaders who are committed to showing up fully and giving their unique gifts to the world. I'm your host and fellow journeyman, Isaac Kaufman. I'm a coach, a creator, and a man on a mission to support leaders on their journey of stepping further into their authentic nature and living their life purpose. Our goal with the show and company is to introduce you to the people, the ideas, and the insights that will help you rise up into living your fullest potential. Welcome home to your authentic nature. Welcome to Purpose Mastery. So many years ago, maybe going back 10, 12 years, when I took my very first acting class, this is when I was in acting, and I was in acting class every week for about five years. And how it worked is this, we'd get partnered with another actor and we would reenact a scene from a play. So we would read the play, we would memorize a section of the script, and we would rehearse it. We'd get together with our scene partner, we'd get the wardrobe, we'd get all the props that we need, and then we'd go into the class and perform it. And we'd perform it in front of our teacher, our peers, our colleagues, our actor friends. And we would recreate the space in which the actual scene took place. So if it took place in a kitchen, the studio provided us a non-functioning sink, non-functioning refrigerator, kitchen table, chairs, all those things. If it was in a living room, we had couches, end tables, television, and all those things. And then we'd bring in some of our own personal items just to really finalize and set up the space completely. And one thing that I always loved doing is that while the actors were setting up, you know, it would take anywhere from five to 10 minutes to set up, uh, the rest of the class would just be whispering amongst themselves to give the actors, you know, some quiet to be able to concentrate. And then once the, once the actors were done preparing, they would then say, ready. Then everyone would stop talking. The house lights would turn off, the stage lights would turn on, and then the actors would then begin the scene. 
And while the actors were preparing during those five, eight, ten minutes, I would always watch closely at the actors preparing and while they were setting up their scene. And what I often saw were the actors, just the people getting in their own head, overthinking while setting up the space, would start rearranging things unnecessarily, maybe start fidgeting with their clothing, or they would start overthinking about what they were about to do and maybe just blankly staring at the floor and so on. And I myself did this countless times, right? It was just this way of procrastinating starting the scene because they didn't quite feel ready enough. And this was a little bit nerve-wracking, of course, because, you know, we just spent dozens and dozens of hours working on the material, memorizing the script, rehearsing the scene, and now here we are performing it in front of our teacher, our friends, our peers, our colleagues. And so it was a little bit... Um, a little bit of nervous energy behind it, as you can imagine. And as you know, of course, if nervous energy is not dealt with efficiently, then that energy will sabotage you. And whenever an actor would start to sabotage themselves during their setup, our teacher would see this and he would yell out, 30 seconds, giving those actors just 30 seconds to quickly finish up their preparation before they had to begin. And then one day our teacher shared with us why he has us prepare in that way, why he would only give us, you know, a few minutes to prepare and why he had us say ready whenever we would begin. And he told the story of a conversation that he had with a professional bull rider. And my teacher asked him, how do you know you're ready? Right before the gates fly open and the bull takes off, and you're riding this 2,500 pound of muscle that's going crazy. How do you know you're actually ready to go? And the bull rider said, I'm never ready. It's just my turn to go. He said, I'm never ready. It's just my turn to go. And the bull rider goes on to share of how there's only so much preparation and practice you can do, but you never actually feel ready, but it's just your turn to go. It's your turn. So one of the things our teacher was teaching us was that we will never actually feel completely ready, yet we still have to ride the bull, and we have to ride it now, whether we feel ready or not. He was teaching us to trust the work and preparation that we had done up till that point. Because just like how the actor will put in dozens of hours, you know, working on one particular scene, the bull rider also puts in time energy, effort, in doing all of his preparation too. But when it comes, quote unquote, showtime, right? When it's lights, camera, action, and then we actually have to do the thing, that's when we'll usually start wondering if it's gonna go good, wondering if it's gonna go bad. That's when we start questioning whether or not we put in the work or put in enough work and then we start procrastinating because we're not sure if our preparation was good enough. Can you relate to this? <laughs> I can think of a few times where I've done this, of course, or more than a few. So what are you preparing for? What are you preparing for that you just don't feel quite ready yet? What is it that you know you want to do and need to do that maybe you've been putting off because you don't fully feel quite prepared enough? Is there a bull ride you've been avoiding? Whatever it is, Whatever it is you're looking to achieve, do, discover, there's really only one way to find out, and that's to ride the bull. 
and you'll never feel ready to ride it. But it's your turn to go. There's only one way to find out how good it can go. There's only one way to find out what works and what doesn't work. There's only one way to find out what areas need improved and what areas need to be improved and what areas are great and what areas need to be worked on. Whatever it is you're hoping to accomplish, experience, or learn, there's only one way to find out. To ride the bull. And you'll never feel fully ready. But it's your turn to go. It's your turn to trust yourself and the preparation that you've done up till this point. It's your turn to willingly say, I'm ready and to ride the bull. It's your turn to go. And it all comes down to the preparation. It all comes down to preparing the best that you can and trusting yourself because frankly, you don't have any other choice. Well, you do, you can simply keep avoiding the bull or never ride the bull and keep putting off doing the important and meaningful things that you want. But I'm going to assume that you don't want to go down that path and that that's not an option for you. Which means simply preparing the best you can and trusting yourself in that moment and saying ready is the only choice you have. What bull ride are you preparing for? What bull ride are you getting ready for? What are you committed to doing? One thing that really helped me recalibrate my gauge for feeling ready was once I realized I will never ever feel 100% ready and never have. So once I realized that, I then started experimenting with how ready do I need to feel in order to be ready enough to get on the bull. And for me, I found that that was around 70%, maybe 60 to 70% ready. If I'm 60 to 70% ready, then I am ready enough to get on the bull. If I feel like I've prepared at least somewhat close to the best that I could prepare, then I'm ready enough to get on the bull. If I even feel somewhat confident that I can pull this off, even if I feel like I could possibly fail miserably, even if I feel somewhat confident at all, then I'm ready enough to get on the bull. For me, it's not about feeling ready anymore. It's about feeling ready enough. And if I feel, even if I feel completely unprepared, even if I feel a complete lack of confidence, it's still my turn to go. It's still my turn to say, ready, regardless of how I feel, and to ride that bull. So recalibrating my quote-unquote ready gauge has served me incredibly. And I've learned that, you know, even if I'm 50%, 60%, 70%, again, that means I'm ready enough because it's only the perfectionist part of me that will tell me 70% isn't ready enough. Only the part of me that's worried about being embarrassed or not doing a great or perfect job will tell me that 70% isn't enough. But it always is. It always is. And as you know, of course, we will always make exponentially more progress by riding the bull than delaying riding the bull by riding the bull over and over and over, even if we fall flat on our face over and over and over, we will always gain more insights, more knowledge, more experience, more progress by riding the bull 
than avoiding the bull. You know this. And you simply know this to be true. Because that all of the information, all the information and discoveries that you need and want are found within the doing. Just think of your own experience for a moment, right? Think of a time in which you were preparing to do something. Maybe it was a new project or an entirely new venture. Think of a time in your life or a venture in your life, a chapter in your life. I'm sure you did a lot of mental preparation and spent countless hours trying to anticipate, predict, and you know, analyze what was and wasn't going to happen or what was and wasn't going to work and so on. But did you learn more by thinking about it or did you learn more by doing it? There is a time and place for thinking and preparing and planning. And then there's another time for the actual doing. So what did you learn from doing it that you could not have learned no matter how much thinking and preparation you did? What did you learn from doing it that, that you never could have learned no matter how much thinking and preparation you did? And of course, again, anything we do requires a certain amount of thinking and preparation. But that's usually where most people stay or get stuck usually unknowingly, right? Thinking themselves into the ground, which I've done countless times. So what is the bull ride that you're preparing for? Whatever it is, it's an opportunity to trust yourself a little bit more. It's an opportunity to prove to yourself that you may not need to be as ready as you think you do in order to have a successful experience. Maybe it will help you to do what I did of recalibrating your quote unquote, I'm ready gauge, right? So that you can simply say yes and say, I'm ready. I'm ready to ride that bull, even if I don't feel completely ready because you never will, but it's your time to go. What stood out to you the most in this episode? What was one insight you had? And what was one thing, or what is one thing you can do, one action step that you can take from that insight that you can, that you can apply within the next 24 to 48 hours? And if you think one of your fellow kings or queens would get some value from this episode, share this episode with them. And if you haven't already, follow, subscribe to the podcast where I talk about all things revolving around creating a life of lasting fulfillment and meaningful success. Stay sovereign.